0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another amazing podcast with your host, Aubrey Love. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about how the truth stings. I will warn you, some of the contents that you will hear inside of this episode may offend a lot of you, and it will make a lot of you upset. And if that is the case, I want to say I am not sorry. Because if this offends you in any way, if this hurts your feelings, then I know that I am doing my job by spreading the truth. The truth is something that we do not know anymore. And in fact, we need to hear the truth now more than ever we have actually forgotten what the truth really is. Living in a world of fake news, we have been distracted by God's holy word. We act out our lives each and every single day as if we are not sinning. Virtually everything we do can be considered a sin. Not everything we do, but a lot of the things that we do can be we'll talk a little bit more about this in just a few moments imagine a life in which you know all of the rules how to live life and how to prosper and how easy these rules are to follow and once you learn what these rules are embedding them deep into your core values and daily practice is easy And these new set of rules to follow are actually much simpler than what we are realizing they are. The only thing that is holding us back is and would be the temptation of sin. Now, our desires are of the flesh and not of the godly things. People will often find themselves seeking a reward right here on earth. Instead of reaping our rewards in the afterlife, just imagine with me a very small minute amount of time right here on earth in just a little bit of suffering and barely getting by, but providing aid and resources to those in need, teaching and preaching the holy word to all that is in ear range, and then collecting that ultimate reward upon our arrival into heaven. Now, if most of you who know me, and you follow along on my website, and you have listened to some of my other podcasts, we'll be diving into the Bible, and on this episode, it is definitely no different. In fact, we're going to be all over the Bible, so turn first with me to Deuteronomy Five thirty-three. Walk in obedience to all that the Lord your God has commanded you so that you may live and prosper and prolong your days in the land that you will possess. That's not saying that God's going to give you an immediate reward right now. You're not going to be just given a piece of land and say, here you go. Not in this life, but in our afterlife. And when we all come back with Jesus, that's what we're talking about. It is not this lifetime that we will live and prosper. We as Christians and faithful followers of Christ have a great reward waiting for us upon our arrival in heaven And I want to share this reward with you. I share this as I want you to reap your rewards as well as myself. Now, if you take a look with me, in today's culture, we find it rather easy to just allow certain topics to be allowed in mass group conversations. Our conversations can and does include the acceptance of movements such as the Black Lives Matter, the LGBTQ, free culture, and (laughs) get ready for this one, Voluntary Human Extinction and Movement with a plethora of others. Now, for those of you who are not aware of the Voluntary Human Extinction Movement, it is actually a rapid growing movement, I guess is what you'd want to call it. But it actually says that we may live long and die out, phasing out the human species by voluntary ceasing to breed. I'm going to let you reflect on that one. With all of these movements and topics that we are allowed into social. Conversations. Do you know what one conversation topic is extremely frowned upon? However, it is also the one topic that is decimating against the most. The subject of religion, but in specific, the religion of Christianity. And do you know why this subject is so hated against? Due to the fact that it is not a forced cult, but instead it is an eye-opener yeah that's correct no one is forced into becoming a follower of christ instead what we do is educate those upon his teachings and practices we introduce our fellow humans to his rules and laws that he laid out for us we also introduce them to his grace love and happiness and how he is a salvation A beacon of light into a dark and gloomy world. And because of God's rules, humans, we don't like them very much. And instead of following the law of the Bible, humans as a society in general and as a whole have banned the religion and created their own rules and allowed everyone to be, quote unquote, be free for who they want to be. Now, most of you that are listening knows that this conversation can get dark and very fast. However, the Bible does explicitly state laws and rules in which are considered sin. And because your will or feelings are hurt, you choose to ignore them and you create your own rules. What's even worse than that is that People proclaim that if God is truly a loving and caring God, then he will love me for me. You are wrong. That is a justification and not a solution to you living a sinful life. You're not only lying to yourself, but you are hurting yourself in the long run. Now, believe you me, as an atheist of over 30 years, I have created my own justifications. Well, you know, I'm not always a bad guy. I do help out others. I give money. I pay for people's dinners. I buy groceries for people in the line. I do my share to be a good Samaritan. But even though I created a justification, I found out later when I got saved, that it was more than just being nice to somebody. The complete and total surrender to Jesus Christ, the acceptance that he died for my sins, and that he rose again three days later. For it is by Jesus Christ that I have received God's amazing grace. Now, if we were to take a stroll around the planet that would take too long so let's just hop on social media shall we we are constantly reminded that the devil is real and alive we can see this in practices from all around the world now I've warned you once at the beginning of this episode I'm going to warn you again the next few examples may offend some of you And if that is the case, I will iterate again. It is only the truth, and the truth can sting. Now, I told you we would be all over the Bible. Let's go back to the beginning, where it all started. The first ever record of the first ever recorded lie and deceit Satan used on humans. That's right. Let's go to Genesis 3-4. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman. Now, even way, way, way back in the day, when the world was perfect with just Adam and Eve, and they were inside of the Garden of Eden, the serpent was lying to humans to get them to stray away from God. Now, Let me paint this picture with you. If we read Genesis, we know that God created Adam and Eve and the Garden of Eden. We also know that God walked this same earth with Adam and Eve. It says so as God walked and called out to Adam with the two individuals who walked side by side and talked directly to God. They was even led astray by the devil. Now, let's turn over to Romans 12 too. I know, I know, it's a, it's a long ways further into the Bible. But I have to state this next Bible verse to continue with this episode. And that reads out loud. I want you guys to read out loud this with me. Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Now, there are a lot of us in which falls victim of the word of the serpent. From believing that we will be okay, living our lives the way that we see fit. We are sinners for believing that same-sex marriages are okay, that only one type of lives matter, humans should go extinct, and money can buy happiness. While I would like to state money cannot buy happiness. It can buy me a new house, a boat, and a truck, and some fishing rods and hunting gear. I'm okay with that. I'm just saying, it can't buy happiness, but it buys peace on earth. When in fact, the word of the Bible can testify that these daily activities are indeed nothing more than sin. Now, as I stated just a few examples of the things that a lot of people are doing in their lives and are creating justifications, instead of owning up to the truth that they are indeed sinners. You see, if we were to practice repentance, forgiveness, and spiritual guidance, those three things can save you from your sins. As we take a look into today's new, quote-unquote, cancel culture, we see people who, who destroy other people's things. They commit theft. And they all call it in the name of protesting. Now they also, quote unquote, demand certain things to be removed. All because of will feelings are hurt. When in fact is, they are not protesters. They are destroyers. They are thieves. And they are living with darkened hearts. Read with me over here to John 10.10. 10. And whenever we read this verse out loud with each other. I want you to pay attention and remember some of the headlines we have experienced just over the last five years. Okay, so John 1010, 10, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. And that sounds a lot like some of the headlines we have been seeing in our newspapers and on social media and on the news anchors over the last five years. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But there's also a bright side to this. I, now in the context of God, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. For those of you that went ahead and went back over the last five years, we have seen acts of vandalism, treason, terrorism, murder, lies betrayal deceit everything we literally see the devil's work being played out by his own will now these acts that we have seen ranges from attacks that we have seen on the white house to destroying and stealing from small companies we have even seen mass school shootings and individuals backing their arguments with statements of it is my right to protest now hold on a second i do agree with the right to protest if you have if a a group of people want to get together and say this law is not right or we do not want the city to invest this much money over here or we do not allow this type of behavior in our schools that is fine standing on the streets chanting holding up signs and signing a some sort of document to get said thing expunged that is protesting protesting is not full rights for you to commit vandalism theft murder etc now where is this going you may be asking Well, people will often perform an act of sin and create a justification and delete what they do not like. Would you like to have proof that this is actually in the Bible and it has happened in the past? Well then, turn your Bibles with me to Mark 7, 9. And he continued, You have a fine way of setting aside the commands of God in order to observe your own traditions. Now, even way back in the day, back in biblical times, Jesus stated that men and women have a way of disregarding the truth of the Bible and its laws in order to establish their own rules and regulations. Now, I know a lot of you kind of on the fence about where am I going the LGBTQ and all this other stuff. If you turn with me to Leviticus 1822, do not have sexual relations with a man as one does with a woman. That is detestable. Now don't take that verse out of context. It's not meant for just men either. This can swing onto both male and female. The truth that tells us how to live righteously is only trying to save you and not harm you in any way. Where is this verse going? You you might be asking. How about arguing against the truth? Now bear in mind, I'm also a former atheist. I have heard and I have stated several times in multiple variations, multiple arguments that would defile the truth in its mere existence. I have, however, found an interesting topic in which people often state, if I am this way, then God made me this way. Therefore, he is not perfect or is allowing me not to follow X rule. And from a former atheist perspective, this is indeed a valid argument. However, we often forget to realize that there is another higher power that intervenes when he sees fit. Now, he can intervene at any time in our life, from birth all the way up until our death, any time he sees fit to intervene and change the way we want to live so that we are not in line with God. Now, our common enemy that we all share has many names, the liar, the serpent. You know him as the devil. He often places articulate words inside of our heads in which that actually makes sense to us. And with that, we take those sayings and beliefs as truth. Did you know it is easier to plant fake truth into the minds of the unknown than trying to change the mind of those who have been living with a fake truth into believing the real truth? And if those people who have fake truths planted into their minds, even at an early age living them out every single day, it only deepens that value of your fake truth. Now, here's one thing that I do want to iterate on right quick. I am quoting verses from a book that has been written hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years before you were even born. So this is something that is not new. It's not like God just came down Two weeks ago or last year and said, hey, y'all need to start living this way. This has been going on and this information has been known for over a millennia. And there are people like me who just try to push the truth out to the public. Where am I going with that you're asking? It is only when we break free from our sinful ways and acknowledge that we are indeed sinning in which we realize that Satan will be fighting even harder to keep us on his side. We must arm ourselves every single day with righteousness, forgiveness, and a love that only God himself can give us. When you're at your lowest point in your life, you're at the end of that dark tunnel, you've drinking in that last bottle, God himself is still looking upon you with his arms stretched open wide, waiting on you to come home. When we argue in order to justify our beliefs, we are merely giving in to the devil's temptations and straying away from the loving and caring God. And for those of you who wish to not turn around, you will pay the ultimate price. For the sins that you are committing. Living out our daily lives and sins. And allowing the justification to satisfy us daily. Is just a helpful reminder. That Satan himself is still here to comfort us with his lies. If you read with me in Romans 6.23. That states that for the wages of sin is death. But... The gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. That's right. We already know that we will die. That is inevitable. The reason why we die is because we have sinned. There is not one person in history that has lived a sinless life except for Jesus Christ. Many has come very close but everybody has ultimately failed. But because God loves you. And if you accept Jesus Christ into your heart. And acknowledge that he died for your sins. To save you from eternal damnation. You can have the eternal life as well. Now let's go over to Psalm forty-six, ten, right quick. Okay. Be still. And know that I am God I will be exalted among the nations I will be exalted in the earth there is an unknown amount of souls who know of God already and the number of people who knows God but refuses to acknowledge will bear heavy punishments however by scripture we can determine that God will be held high among all of the nations of earth For those who know of God, does understand that this religion goes far and wide, further than the horizon, and wider than the eye can see. So, why is it that we all know of this religion, and yet still choose to deny it? The fact of the matter remains that the devil remains in our ears. We actually allow the serpent to enter into our hearts and in our lives. And we do not even try to force him out. We actually enjoy and prefer the comfort of his lies. Now I'm sure it has been stated many times. And a lot of people know that sometimes there's one person, at least one person in your life that you know that just needs a rough kick in the right direction. Everyone reading the article or listening to this podcast and for those of you that have actually made it this far, one, congratulations. I'm happy you made it. But you already have at least one person in mind that consistently needs to be told the truth. They are constantly needing a push in the right direction. And a good Bible verse to get them a little push in the in the direction they need comes from John 3.36. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. I don't know about you, but that verse scares the crap out of me. Why does that verse scare me so much? Well, let's think about this for a second, okay? We have all heard the stories of how God himself Struck down entire cities, flooded the entire earth because humans were too mean, kicked Adam and Eve out of his own perfect paradise right here on earth. He also literally created the entire hell of damnation and fire for Lucifer, who was originally God's right hand angel, kicked him out of heaven to rule in damnation and fire. If God did that to those people, why do you think your sinful nature and your justification of your sinful nature will bring you any peace or allow you into the afterlife with God? Think about that. God destroyed cities, flooded the earth, kicked Adam and Eve out of his paradise, created hell, and let his right-hand angel rule hell. Why do you think your sins will let you into heaven if you do not accept that Jesus died for your sin and start living a righteous life? We are assured that the methods and lifestyles that we live are accepted as we allow society to tell us it is acceptable. You have probably heard me say that word, society, a multitude of times throughout this episode. Well, we can also reference back into the Bible The devil himself has many names, the liar, the thief, the murderer, the darkened angel, the fallen one, however you want to call it, the serpent, everything. I am adding society to that list of the devil. Now, society is not all bad, don't get me wrong there. But I'm just adding it in the essence that he can use that to transform your mind into believing lies. I said that because we have social media networks that covers all aspects of the earth and Satan has a powerful setup at his command between social media, news, and every other way we can broadcast information. He can use that for himself. Let me give you an example. At any given time, We are capable of booting up and seeing the acceptance of same-sex marriages. We are reminded daily that black lives matter. And we cannot forget that, you know, theft and destruction and vandalism is okay as long as we put it in the name of protesting. When in reality, we are just feeding our common immortal enemy. The day we accept the actions of sin as a new life standard is the day we have ultimately doomed ourselves for eternity. Now instead of accepting what is by society, we should make a stand and fight back against the demons who taunt us daily. I'll say that again. We should make a stand, fight back against the demons who taunt us daily. Well, we can do that by equipping ourselves with the truth of the Bible and putting on our daily armor. We are helping fight against the sinful nature of humanity and the deceit of the devil. Read with me over here in Exodus 23-17. I'm not going to read all 14 passages. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to break it down into something simpler, okay? For those of you who already know Exodus twenty three through seventeen, you know that these are the basic laws, the Ten Commandments. So let's read these out loud together. One, you shall have no other gods before me. Two, you shall not make idols. You shall not make idols. Three. You shall not take the Lord's name in vain. 4. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. 5. Honor your father and your mother. 6. You shall not murder. 7. You shall not commit adultery. 8. You shall not steal. 9. You shall not lie. And ten, you shall not bear false witness. While these commandments are indeed the simplified version, you can go ahead and read about each of these commandments and utilize them for the foundation of your new righteous lifestyle. Now I know that different people cope different ways and they transform themselves in different ways. Some of you write things down. Others seek out other individuals that have the same mindset as them. And for the rest of us, like myself, there's no real warming up to this new lifestyle. We merely have to embrace it and cut off every bad habit, cold turkey. When we break free of the chains of lies and self-righteous habits, we are actually removing ourselves from the grip of the serpent and we are running into the arms of a loving and caring God. However, breaking free from sin has proven to be a difficult process for a lot of individuals. So, how does one move forward and break those chains? Support groups. I'll say it again. Support groups. With hundreds of thousands of groups in all different cities from all around the world, you can be assured that there is at least one group for you in virtually any church that is there for you. Please note, a Christian-based group only has the best for you in mind and want to see you succeed in life. They may not want you to see you succeed financially, that's irrelevant, but they want to see you succeed by turning your life over, being submissive to God, and breaking free of your sinful nature. Would you like to see an example of what that church looks like? Look at lakepoint.church.com. L-A-K-E-P-O-I-N-T-E dot C-H-U-R-C-H. That is what a true Christian church looks like. Now, let me tell you something about your conversion. For those of you who have not converted, and for those of you who already have, every single one of us has an amazing testimony from our past to our Christian walk. And for those of you who have been involved heavily into drugs, rape, violence, to those who even lived a Christian journey their entire lives, everybody has something to provide for the body of Christ. What is this body of Christ? It's not the actual physical body of Jesus Christ. In fact, let's get a little bit better description of it. Read with me in Romans twelve four through 8. If it is service, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Now, as we dive deeper into the heart of the Bible, and we realize that everyone has a very unique talent, We are actually required by Christ to utilize our own unique traits to help each other. Between being a good teacher of Christ to giving generously, everyone has their own unique talents. And when we come to Christ and accept him as our Lord and Savior, we realize that our past is indeed a part of something bigger than ourselves. As we talk among each other and discover who has been down nearly the same road you have been involved with, it is slightly easier for you to teach the Bible to them. The reason is because you've already been down that road, you already know the outcome. Those individuals are lost, broken and afraid, just as you once were. It took me the longest time to realize that there are indeed bad churches who are led by false prophets, and there are churches which are led by God himself. As we wake up and realize the truth by studying the Bible daily and living out the faith in our daily activities, our eyes begin to open up to see who is there for Christ and to help others and who is there for the glory of man. As we are talking to others who have walked a broken beaten path, we are to softly introduce them to Christ, encourage them with the truth. Though it may be abrupt and harsh to them, they need to know that they are welcomed with open and loving arms. Regardless of where you are in the world, there will always be someone close by who is struggling. There will be an individual who does not know of God nor what God has done for them and will do for them. The Christian faith is not an easy road to travel down, and there will be times of hardship. However, by constantly giving thanks, asking for help, God will provide all that you need to survive and to help out others. Through the body of Christ, We are members of a huge body. Look at yourself as a unique tool. You are utilized in a specific way in which can help strengthen and build up the body of Christ. And when you discover your calling and appreciate the grace of God, you will be spreading your joy to all who will listen. I challenge you, and myself as well, don't don't worry, To show the grace of God flowing from you, so that you may be a beacon of light unto a darkened world. With God on your side, who can defeat you?